Hello and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We are your first choice for Transformers news in Australia. This is episode 126. We are recording live on the 13th of October 2017. Uh, we've had a week off. I had a week off. I went overseas and I discovered discovered a couple of things about San Francisco. I'm your host for this week. I'm Jason. How are you doing, Brad? You're also joining us this week. Back again, back again. Haven't made jets to you haven't been jet setting, but I have, and so like I've I've forgotten many things about how this podcast is meant to work. Oh, it's been a week. It's fine. I, no, it's been no. See, it's been two weeks. Like two weeks is kind of the point at which your uh, memory of things starts deserting you. Speaking of memories deserting you, Max, how are you doing over in Adelaide? Max has Max muted is himself. Mute. Max has <laughs> muted himself, so that's good. We're off. To, we're off to a good start. Max now has the puzzled look on his face, going, ah. "What the hell have I done?" There we go. Yes, we, I forgot that there's a button on my microphone. So there we go. <laughs> um, if things have been too bad, did have the Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair uh, last Monday, which we had a TCCA table at to great success. So um, thank you to Jay Summers, Daniel Morotti, and Jackie Tran for helping out then it was a really great day did you say say jackie chan jackie tran (laughs) jackie tran so close a subtle distinction so i I went i went i went past um i went past a movie poster in one of the local cinemas the other day for jackie chan's new movie Uh, i'm pretty sure it was jackie chan anyway it's just so in case you were wondering in case you were wondering or looking for proof that jackie chan might be getting a little bit old. His new movie is called Kung Fu Yoga. Uh, he oh. is too old for shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just he's just getting on a bit in in years, and it's you know it's it's time to do something a little bit less stressful. So, yeah, Kung Fu Yoga. Um, Max, good job with good job with the Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair. Uh, now, Brad, you've also been at Border Dimensions. Oh yeah, yeah we um. Board of Dimensions last weekend. Simon, our uh, Vic rep, drove up to uh, help me out at it. Um, great little turnout. I just love these little conventions over all the uh, all the big supernovas and comic cons. But uh, alas, they don't bring in the money like them. Um, but no, it was great fun. Uh, the little fella went along in his Metroplex suit and got third place in the com- in the cosplay contest. So he didn't up to daddy's expectations, but. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Like, I, I kind of feel like, um, is you've got your prime suit, which I think has been destroyed since. It's still holding together, just in the shed. And I was, Simon was a late addition. I was nearly going to take it just as a one-year anniversary to get it back out. But well, so, um, so I was, was going to say, like, you've actually done pretty well out of cosplay competitions, out of your prime costume and and your kids' Metroplex con- costume. Um, yeah, like you know, you, you've you've sort of you've got that done, and you can just sort of rock up and enter the cosplay comp and maybe clean oh, up. Now. Nah, people <laughs> people said, "Oh, you're prime last year." I'm going, "Yeah," and I said, "Oh, where is it this year?" I said, "Nah, even if I brought it, I wasn't going to go in the cosplay contest <laughs> because I've won it. I'm not going to go for a second. But uh, <laughs> the the judges, Carry, the carryover champion. No, that yeah, the judges were uh, pretty heavy anime fans, which reflected in. The winners. Um, probably yeah, don't can't too much. Too much. Kids came third, so you know. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> behind two animated characters, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was it was a great event. So it was good. Excellent. Got um, Chinese cartoons. 
So, uh, so yeah. I, I, I've spent, I spent a week in San Francisco last week and I went to Target and I went to Toys R Us and I went to a few other places around and I came to the conclusion that um, <laughs> they're all shit. Uh, Target had bugger all toys on the shelf. They, they had exactly the same stuff that we have here and they had exactly the same shelf warmers that we have here as well. Um, it was a little bit disappointing. I couldn't, I, I even went to Toys R Us on the 6th of October, did not see any sign of the, uh, the, um, the uh, Titans Return RC figure on it was definitely not on shelves and there was no place for it to be on shelves i noticed that i think it went i think it actually ended up going online for pre-orders on the 5th of october and then on the website it said that the ship date was uh the 18th of november so i don't even know if it was even in stores on those on those days but uh it was uh it was pretty disappointing um it's still I, I don't know. very ambiguous as to whether or not that and grotesque will be coming out well, they'll be coming out somewhere, but we don't really know. We don't know. Short of going to ToysRUs.com and ordering them, um, we don't know if there's any chance of you getting them anywhere. So, eBay. Yes, besides, besides, the, besides the Bay of Ease. So, um, now, did, yeah. you, did you venture off the beaten path anywhere? Uh, back stores or? I got a tour of the Googleplex. I don't know if oh, that okay. counts as off the beaten path. Um, what, do, what, what are you getting at? Oh no, um, Christopher is uh, he's over there as well on the other side of the seaboard. Yes, yeah, so, no, so he, he went to New York. Uh, it was very yeah. different. I actually asked in, um, I did ask in Transformers Addicts if people had uh, recommendations for places to go in transfer in uh, for buying Transformers in San Francisco. How did that go? I got crickets as a response. There was nothing. Um, Maybe they're all from Texas. That would explain a lot. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Not. I, I was sort of hoping that I might be able to go to Toys R Us and get a, a Velocitron set or something like that. But oh man, um, it's interesting. So San Francisco is San Francisco proper is a seven by seven mile, or roughly seven by seven. It's like forty nine square miles of uh, city. But that's I like the fun toy actual, stores. No, no. That's the thing. Like, there's very few toy stores. <laughs> Because there's very few sort of shopping centers. Like there's a, a large chunk of it is the financial district. There's residential and stuff. And so um, if you want to go to like the big super malls, you actually have to leave San Francisco. And that starts getting quite expensive and quite time consuming. And I was only there for a, I was I was there for a week, but I was really only there for like five days. Um, yeah. I, I had a so, <laughs> so I had two days to explore uh, to myself and – one day I was Google's, and actually the second day I was Google's as well, going down to the, the Googleplex, and then I was there for my, another day for myself for uh, exploration. So it's my first time in San Francisco. Next time I will know a little bit more about it, and I'll know more about the lay of land, and I won't have to go and figure out how to get a shot of the Golden Gate Bridge. I won't I won't need to do that. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, I've, done San, I've done San Francisco, and... Um, yeah, it, it, it was it was an interesting thing, but uh, sadly did not turn into much Transformers-wise. No, it's a bit more research. Before the next trip, you might be able to find some comic shops or something that <laughs> might st <laughs> stock well, some. But that's the thing. Like, I, don't, I don't need to find comic shops because I already own the comics. Um, no, just the com like, comic they might shops. be specialised. 
comic shops might have some of the figures, but nah, there's a there is a place called Japantown which might might be a source of some figures. But like I've got the figures that I need anyway. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was more the US Toys R Us exclusives yeah. that I was after, and um, yeah, I did not find them. <laughs> yep. So yeah. Anyway, shall we move on? Let's have a look what we've got down, like shall we? Let's, so uh, the, so the, the TCCA discussion group's Take Your Bot to Work Day competition has been relaunched as a Put Your Bot to Work Day uh, competition. The idea is that each Wednesday we want people in the discussion group to take your bot off the shelf, get them out from behind their protective uh, hermetically sealed glass cabinet and uh, take them out into the real world and submit a bot in the real world pick. So... Because we didn't do a show last week, this week's we've got we've got uh, two weeks win, two weeks winners to show. Last week we had Alan Jones, which I believe <laughs> that's I believe that's DX9 Richtofen, um, uh, yeah, AKA, AKA Power Glide, getting to grips with getting to grips with some flowers and uh, and a particular girl who might be in love with him. I'd say Belle from Beauty and the Beast, looking at the dress, but <laughs> maybe. So um, we'll be looking a little bit more at Richtofen later in the show because uh, I've got the box for mine in my hand and I've not actually opened it yet. So that is one of my acquisitions for the week. So, yeah. Uh, this week's That'll winner is... I was going to say, because this has got a little love heart underneath his chest panel, which I think it's pretty sure, pretty sure, Pretty sure that's a feature of the box. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> And uh, the other the other winner this week, or the, this this week's winner was Daryl Anderson, who uh, submitted a submitted a seacon in a fish tank. So <laughs> good job, Daryl, for sacrificing a seacon. Hopefully, it was a KO uh, or not particularly worth much. Because I'll tell you what, you aren't going to be finding water in that thing for weeks, mm. or you'll yeah, no, or you'll rust some of the screws or the pins. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, this week was brutal. There were so many great ones. I decided to tip my hat into the uh, the competition this week and failed. But um, there were so many great ones this week. So thanks, everyone, that posted. Alan and Daryl are just powerhousing at the moment with these photos. Yeah. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from Vi Yonder? It has actually been a fairly busy week of reveals. Uh, well, last week and this week because uh, New York Comic Con was on last week and we did see a number of Power of the Primes reveals at uh, New York Comic Con more than we have in, uh, in past cons. So there's a lot of press images that uh, have been added to these stories from uh, from TFW. So I might not open all of these up, but we've got uh, we've got Metal Hawk, uh, we've got Vector Prime as uh, sort of the Metal Hawk armor goes in there, and of course he turns into a prime <laughs> that a pr- he turns into this this thing, right? It's a he's a prime master, so he turns into a, a, a matrix. There's a bunch of matrix matrix or matrices. In, uh, they've got you, the you head pegs. They've got the head pegs, so can they become heads as well? I Probably. don't understand. Yeah. Max, what were you saying? Did you decide what, whatever the hell he turns into? I, I, I can decide. I did. I did. I decided it's a thing. 
While you're deciding, oh, that's all right. I'll have a look at this first. Yeah. Mm. Um, someone's going to have to tell me what these guys are because I'm not very good with monster bots. Uh, that is Gunk. Grotesque, which is the new version of Grotesque. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. He sounds like a trademarkable name. And uh, Grotesque could be a sea lion. Probably not. And his headmaster looks like uh, looks like Scorponok down there. Yeah, it does. That's what I thought. <laughs> because um, it is. Look at that. Scorponok has gone from being one of the biggest Transformers in the line to being one of the smallest. He is now a Titan Master. Cool. Hey. So this is Titan's Return Grotesque. This guy, I believe you said earlier, Max, he's coming out as a Toys R Us exclusive. Is that right? Um, there's word people aren't quite sure but listen i there doesn't seem to be a general consensus because there's not been any listings um the general idea right now is that it's going to be up on hasbro toy shop and that's the only place where people know for certain you're going to be able to get this cool all right sounds good and i'm assuming that that's going to be his box as well <laughs> the same sort of deluxe packaging that we got with the rc except with a decepticon logo for some reason <laughs> Now, Jason. Reason, yes. Now this guy. This guy looks interesting. So we did see listed in. Uh, we did see listed in uh, the Power of the Primes reveals earlier in the year that uh, there was a Rodimus Unicronus coming along, which would of course be a repaint of the uh, Rodimus Prime Evolution uh, Leader Class Evolution Kit. And sure enough, here he is. Rodimus Unicronus is basically a shattered glass Rodimus writ large into the uh, into the Power of the Primes line. Uh, so he comes with the same idea of having the uh, same idea of having the uh, deluxe figure that fits into the Evolution class, uh, the Evolution shell from the trailer to turn into a Leader Class figure. And uh, as is the as is what happens with bad guys in just in uh, the Transformers line, he's got some serious facial hair going. <laughs> After the last time you were on, you showed us that MMC. Was it yes. MMC? Uh, Sh yeah. Shadow Calidus is, uh, is yes. coming along. Yeah. Now, this is a official, maybe, version. Yeah. It still suffers from the official issues, but um, I just love that goatee. Like, okay, so Unicronus, he's taken Unicron's goatee and <laughs> taken over. <laughs> There's yeah, no so, matrix. So, so he's in, he's influenced by uh, Unicron in some way, Unicronus, whatever. Um, but yeah, so this this I think is the deluxe figure, and then that's the uh, that's the deluxe figure fitted into the uh, fitted into the armor. Other way around. Okay. Oh, there's the other way around, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right there because I can see the I can see the trailer. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the so they, they the, do look very similar, which is I think a nice yeah. trait. Yeah, but one will be much larger, won't it? You'd hope so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. This uh, is, it's an interesting well. choice what they've gone with here because traditionally sort of Nemesis colours Rodimus has been sort of how it looks in the comics right now with that teal and purple, whereas now they've well, gone for the so, shattered so, glass colours, but he's a Decepticon. Yeah, so, so comics Rodimus at the moment doesn't really have the... He doesn't have the black... Of this because he is much more purple but uh yeah. yeah yeah he's more akin to that uh sort of nemesis colors masterpiece yeah he yeah. is I've, I've just cast yeah. my eye over to mine on the shelf there and found that like it's actually very blue in the chest and there's a lot of blue highlights on that uh on that uh 
the Black Rodimus convoy. Um, but yeah, yeah so yeah. the idea of evil slash nemesis colors Rodimus Prime is a bit of an ambiguous one by the looks of things. Well, he might be a legit bad guy in the uh, in the Power of the Prime series. We'll find out when the uh, we'll find out when the toys drop and when the story starts forming, shall we? When Machinima posts the web series. No, I'm I'm not sure. There's I'm not sure the story ever starts forming. So. Uh, <laughs> So we do see, uh, we do have uh, Wind Charger. So, oh, what happened to his hair? <laughs> he's got nothing on top of his head at that's, all. That's, that's, that's pretty much how Wind Charger looks, right? So he's got a really nice car mode. Um, he's he's a actually yeah. So he's a legend scale figure. He can seat a Titan Master just. Yeah, yep. looks pretty cramped in there. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The last few years of Legends figure, Legend scale figures have been pretty damn good. So mm. yeah, and they're showing no signs of slowing down. Yeah, looking looking forward to that guy. Seem to be improving because it's basically like an apology figure. They say, "Yeah, we know we screwed up with that tailgate remold." So here you go. It's a G one R G one wind charger. Yeah, I, I think I think they've sort of they've sort of tended to err uh, or, or sort of trend back towards actually making G one style figures instead of just reusing the name. So. They're really, they're really looking to homage the uh, the G one figure in these guys now. Mm. Speaking of which, uh, there is this is the uh, the reissue of the Insecticon Scrapnel, uh, who is coming out shortly as a part of Power of the Primes. Um, yeah, no surprise there. Well, this is the render, so like he's he's not going to look as good. In uh, this, they went from they went from kickback being a clear chest to back to the flat yellow. Chest oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, we know. I guess this is just a, it's just a straight-up reissue of the old Scrapnel. So oh, okay, we've already got uh, one of these like they haven't changed it at all. We do. He's, uh, yeah. he's, uh, well, so I think they've given him slightly darker colours. Might do. Uh, yeah, well, because I know they at least they changed the colours on uh, Cosmos to a little bit. They gave him dark yeah. colours there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so so I'm just, I'm, it here as well. I'm I'm looking across at my scrapnel on the shelf there, and so like he he's got quite bright purple, and so yep. this is of course a render, so there's no quite not really any telling how it's going to end up when it's really there, but um, yeah, there's a there's a there's a much darker much darker color scheme to this guy, so yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the real one will be a bit lighter. So uh, this is the this is the box art for uh, as, as he's um, <coughs> so Rodimus Unicronus, or as he's known in the uh, the the file name, Evil Rodimus Prime. Looks a lot better than the figure. <laughs> <laughs> there's the uh, there's a box art for Landmine. <coughs> box art for Metalhawk. Scrap uh, scrap now. I've seen the I've I've seen these a little while ago. So you see all those symbols hanging up hanging over the um over the heads of these guys. Yeah. I seem to recall yeah. that the um oh there we go, we're back to the beginning. I seem to recall the the artwork for Grimlock had the circle, had the symbols all around his head. And I was just like, it looks like someone's punched him and he's like seeing stars <laughs> around and he's about to fall down. And so like if you sort of apply that to all of these, it looks you know, you can sort of see it happening there too, right? Yeah. Except they're all they're all all the symbols are sort of in a different order. It's not really clear what they all mean. Yeah, it's supposed to be like the different prime slash matrix thingies. Yeah. Is it uh, ambiguously defined in the new line? 
that's different. Looks like a different symbol for each of those. It is, but they're all in a different order for each of them, so it must be really confusing for the graphic artist. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's move on. There were there were there were two stories with the uh, with these reveals, and so as we suspected and did re we reported that uh, we were going to get Terracons at uh, New York Comic Con. In fact, we were supposed to get Predaking as well. Did we actually get Predaking? Uh, no, he'll no, be teased in. They just showed yeah. his wing pack. Yeah, we'll mm -hmm. get him at Nuremberg. Nuremberg, huh? Shit. Uh, so uh, we have press images, of course, for the Terracons. So they're not going to look as good as this when you actually get them, but they'll be all right. So we've got Ripper Snapper in alt and bot mode there. Uh, Cutthroat in alt mode. Stop me if you want to talk about any of these, but yeah, bot mode. They do look really good. Um, I like the fact that they've defined Blot's alt mode more now. So instead of just being like a weird nose monster, he's now, they've called him an ogre. Well, that, that that probably makes sense because it was really probably what he's always been. But um, someone at Hasbro probably forgot to look up the uh, Necronomicon that day until now. But he's not green. Blot. He pr he'll probably yeah. end up green. This is the press render. <laughs> uh, so there's uh, Sinister Twin and Sinister Twin's bot mode. And there's Hasbro. a lot of very <laughs> unique retooling going on here. I wouldn't have thought that they'd make a Cinder uh, Twin, no, not a Cinder Twin, a uh, Ripper Snapper out of a groove or from Hunger out of a Silver Bolt, but they've gone and done it. Yeah, cool. What's with the, what's with the different Decepticon symbols? Is that one for each side of the head? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Might just be the cocked up veranda. Um, didn't someone say that they're actually bringing back rub signs? Oh, that might, yeah, be, yeah, that might be interesting. So that might be one's a rub sign, one's not. Oh, I, I can pretty much guarantee you which one is. But why would you need to find out what faction is when the faction's on the other shoulder? Right. <laughs> is that the whole... You know there's a nostalgia or something like that. The rub signs never made any sense. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, so we've got some box art as well. There's Blot, Cutthroat, Hunger... Ripper Snapper and Center Twin, and there is no combined mode picture. And now I can't stop looking at those stupid little symbols above each one's head. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there you go. So he looks like he's been punched really hard. Uh, <laughs> looks like some, yeah, it looks like it just snapped one of the necks and punched the other one. Now all sparks flying out. <laughs> Oh, they got fighter jets flying around too. Like yeah, that. I was actually just going to say, do those fighter jets look like they might be seekers? Yeah, not quite. I don't think I don't think the silhouette is quite right for them. They might actually be um, uh, dread, uh, Dreadwing and whatever the whatever the combiners are. Oh, they, well, like they are doing a new seeker mold, so it could be seekers. They look like they look like F twenty twos to me. <laughs> yeah, well, fair enough. So. <laughs> So TFCon was in DC this week, just gone as well. And so TFCon is well known for having a third-party panel. And so we have we have the slides from that panel. So we're gonna we're gonna whiz through them fairly quickly. So there's a, there's Mass Toys. And just while I bring that up, I'm just gonna do this here. So Mass Toys has uh, made a bit of a name for themselves recently with their Skiff, which is their Cybertronian Bumblebee. 
And they are kind of, I feel like they are kind of milking their mold because their mold yeah, is okay. They've done four of them right. now. They are going into more of the pre-Earth 1984 stuff. There's been images of all prototypes of the Seeker Tetrajets and possibly a Wheeljack as well, which probably why, why, aren't why, here. Why, but... why, don't we, um, why don't we see what happens if we get to them? Are they? So, yeah. I don't know. Oh. Okay. Yes, they're in there. We'll find out. So, so strong looks like a Cybertronian version of Brawn. Um, he's got. He's, looks like he's got two faces, and he's got. I like the little fist attachments as well. I'm not sure if they're going to end up being that clear plastic. That would be cool if they were. That would be great. Yeah, sort of like a really unique energy effect. Yeah, I I find his um his vehicle mode pretty boring. So hopefully, Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, oh my goodness, look at that. It's a Cybertronian Seeker. Who knew? <laughs> um, yeah, so this looks way better than the third-party Tetra Jets we've had before. Yeah, more streamlined. I wonder how, how much of a shell this is going to be looking at their uh, previous... I, re- I, reckon, I reckon there's a pretty freaking big chance of this being a massive shell. Well, especially because it's just that art at this stage so the backpack mm-hmm. probably be much more pronounced than the final product that is what i was going to say before both of you look at those me. feet those feet are not going to pose at all that's that's <laughs> mp that's mp3 all over again which is terrible to stand but the um what, what do you think what do you think the chance of these getting repainted to sky <laughs> thundercracker uh, uh no nah, i reckon they won't risk it Production, that's your cue to go to the next photo. <laughs> oh, that guy didn't work. <laughs> oh, yeah, so it's a, yeah, so the backpack is definitely bigger on the renders. But on the bright side, you that's can see... That's a lot of... I, I, I can't see a backpack on these. There's a They've little bit wings. just sort of sticking off behind the wings. Mm, yeah, um, fair enough. But on the bright side, you can see that there's looks to be a dedicated ankle assembly. Uh, down near the thrusters, so mm-hmm. it should have a much more solid connection down there. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't artist's impression we were looking at earlier. It does look like he's got a much better, much better foot design. Although I don't, I don't really like the fact that they're sort of borrowing that um, turn around and flip up thing from the masterpiece line. But oh, I don't know. I just don't. I don't feel like this really. I don't feel like the Cybertronian uh, Tetrajet style actually suits this robot mode at all. This is almost too much of a combinable Starscream look, but then that that looks been used for other Not stuff really. as well. I think the the Aggie stuff had that look as well. Mm. The one thing you do get out of the, uh, the the sort of the Tetrajet mode of this is you actually get these do big you, get, you do get these big sweeping wings mm-hmm. behind him. Those wings are much bigger than they are on a normal Starscream figure. So yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, oh, there we go. There's the backpack, right? That's not too bad. I feel like, given that the alt mode they've gone for isn't an actual Tetrajet, it's a lot more curved and streamlined, they could have done without the massive backpack. I agree. (sighs) Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Look at that. Look at that, repaints. Yeah, nice. Um, So we're looking at at pipes, I guess, judging judging by the giant pipes on him. Um, and are we going to get renders? Yeah, cool. I, I gotta say, I kind of find these Cybertronian vehicle modes a little bit boring. I mean, um, I guess pipes at least is accurate to the current comics 
Oh, well, <clears throat> non-current comics as you got stepped on, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's almost a weird hybrid between the four Cybertron games and just that early Cybertronian we've seen. Like, it's the details there, but it the is. energy, like the Energon lines going through it aren't, which, again, we haven't seen this with paint, but I don't know about those wheels on the kneecaps. That looks pretty bad. Yeah, I can see the look they're going for there, but the, I think it's way more pronounced on the finished figure. So, mm. yeah. yeah, like fair well, enough. The original figure they did, uh, Bumblebee, it's sort of like a mix of aesthetics between uh, War Within and the hmm. G1 pilot. Yeah, it's so, not a, it's not one hundred percent one way or the other. Yeah, it seems to be a bit of creative license going on. Um, okay, <laughs> really. Oh. Whatever. Wow. Um, okay. So, yes, uh, Speed and ISO, uh, Big G National and Doug. So there's, there's a few new figure designs here that they're going for, but, uh, yeah. So Apparently these are from G2, but I don't recognize any of them. Well, so this looks more like Sideswipe. Mm, possibly, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Obviously coming soon. So uh, moving on, there is uh, Mayhem Mechanics, the Unrustables. Um, what oh, else? Interesting. Guys? I don't know, but they're, they're the original design series. They've basically just gone for, you know, making their own sort of bike transformers. You might want to skip. I think we've actually we've seen these guys before. Yeah, oh, but they look good. Um, <laughs> the Unrustable's name does uh, does sound familiar. Yeah. <laughs> just keep on scrolling. Uh, yeah, these guys have been showing up at conventions for the past few years so it looks is, like is, they might finally unrustables or is this something else this is still unrustables okay that don't look really they're not particularly inspiring me but yeah okay oh, repaint oh, repaint so, so many repaints. Repaints. all right let's move on there's, <laughs> mech, there's mech planet now mech planet at least is going to have some recognizable figures there so Mech Planet are the uh, guys, it turns out, who are responsible for the Hot Soldiers line, which we may be quite familiar with. Um, and I think they've mm -hmm. thrown this slide in to remind people who they are. So they've got uh, they've got the um, Sound Wave, they've got Sound Blaster, and they've got the Ironhide figure, who is actually, I think, fairly close to release. Yep. Yeah, it's, I think it's gone up in the pre-orders for the in the group. Yep, and the, and they've got Ratchet as well. So these guys are sort of they're they're a little bit larger than a legend scale figure. Um, their sound wave is quite well regarded, although I think he was I think he was perhaps missing a. Uh, oh, there, there's my cat. My cat has decided to show Wake his up. face on, on the video. Yep. Um, look, they're they're quite well regarded. They are they are fairly cheap. I think you, I think I think the most I've seen these figures go for is about thirty dollars each. So. Um, yep. you know, they, they are they are a little bit cheap. They're sort of legend scale, and they seem to be all right. So yeah, so they've got a, they've got a they've got Ironhide coming out soon, and they've also shown off their Bumblebee design, which is currently in prototype. Nice and, and a prime. Certainly looks like they'll be going for a prime soon. If you look at the numbers on these guys, you can see they've had their prime planned for a while because Soundwave is number three. Sound Blast is number five, and Ironhide is number seven. Ratchet's number eight, and Bumblebee is number nine, which does beg the question: What the hell is number one and two? Turns out two. Oh. 
Yeah, two is. Yeah. Uh, well, so so this is SH two versus HS. So who who the hell knows? Uh, marketing. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Oh. So Planet X has had a fall of Cybertron style um, seeker mod. They've they've been sort of they've been pumping out a little bit lately, and so they have decided to do a clear version of it. It is called uh, it is called Somnus. It actually looks actually looks pretty good, but I think that's mainly because I kind of like the the clear colors. Uh, the actual clear colors matched up with red and blue plastic, but um, yeah. I actually don't really care about it in this case. But, um, yeah. There's a few shots of his vehicle mode. I'm not sure if there is a. I'm not sure if there's a shot of his uh, robot mode coming up, but uh, there we are. Right. So robot mode as well. This does, of course, uh, this does, of course, join the supposition that in every continuity there is a ghost version of Starscream, which is not necessarily true, but still, we'll, we'll, we'll take it, shall we? Yep. They do. They do actually like. They do have a nice looking mold, though. So it's hard to begrudge them that. Mm. What I'd really shudder to see would be if they were to, I don't know, like abuse the mold by repainting it a lot of times and <laughs> selling it as, oh, look, different <laughs> figures. Well, it's yeah, and different figures which never actually appeared in the game. Totally, uh, totally, and, and like Sunstorm is one of those figures that always seems to crop up now because he's an easy repaint, right? Yeah. Um, people are going to buy it. People will buy it. Like, there's there's a lot of love out there for the full oh, Cybertron Seeker design. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of love out there for the full Cybertron Seeker design, so it's not really much of a surprise. Uh, there is an Acid really Storm well. version as well. This could this this could this could be the new uh, the new Seeker that everyone gets, right? And look, there's more. <laughs> more coming. Oh, no. So the more is their insecticons. So Phobator, uh, I guess we're looking at a, sort of a bombshell in a way. Or hard shell, I guess they call them in the game because trademarks. <laughs> yeah. I never really played that much of the game, so I'm not, not really too familiar with the actual game versions of these figures. So, yeah. Uh, no, the Insecticons. Yeah, the Insecticons are mainly in the uh, in the Dino level. We we wait Grimlock, and there's sort of a bit of a uh, rivalry going there between Grimlock and Kickback, if I believe. But, uh, oh yeah, one of one of them just constantly takes a piss, and then yeah, I think there's yeah. swarms of bombshell or something. Oh, one of them. There's just a whole bunch of. Yeah. Uh, and then they're also in Rise of a Dark Spark, but who actually the full of Cybertron bits in that are good. Yeah, cool. <laughs> that, that's literally it. I'm not loving these Insecticons. Like, I don't know if they're accurate to the game or not, but uh, wow, they're just super really. busy. Yeah. This guy looks cool. Hello. Look at that cat. looks cool, mainly because it's the full of Cybertron style Megatron, and there's just not enough of them out there. But, um, yeah, his cannon is kind of a joke, but... Um, it's just the angles, like those kneecaps. <laughs> just knee someone in the chest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's accurate. It just doesn't... It doesn't look all that conventional in terms of plas plastic form. Still like this Megatron. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I just. It's actually interesting. Like the so, for 
for the full of Cybertron designs, Megatron and Optimus both have this sort of big angular chest design. In, in actual fact, you know, like from this angle, it kind of looks a bit shit. Yeah. On the back of both Optimus and Megatron, they also have sort of like vague Autobot and Decepticon symbols made out of panels. Yeah, because that's what you get to now, see now, the whole time while you're controlling them. <laughs> now, tell, tell me this. Is Megatron's head too small? Uh, yeah, yeah, it does look he's, like he's it. He's a beefy guy in the game, but it, this does seem a bit excessive. Uh, like, yeah, so this he, he looks like he's a little Megatron figure wearing a suit of armor. <laughs> yeah, it's... So, like, like, yeah, he his, his head looks way bigger than It's a shame because it's a really good head sculpt. It's just completely dwarfed by the rest of a figure. Yeah. So, yes, um, that's, that's his... Uh, Jetmo there, and then oh, there nice. is Ultra Magnus. Those shoulder pads aren't tall enough. <laughs> hmm. Almost a prime Magnus Prime head on him. Well, it's not really that much of a surprise, is yeah. it? But the head sculpt mm. looks a bit off. It just doesn't really look like Ultra Magnus at all, in all honesty. No, it doesn't. It sort of looks like... Um, oh, oh that's, a, that's a redo of the prime design right there. <laughs> I don't think there's yeah. that much expectation that it would be different, right? Yeah, well. Yeah, like the, fig the Hasbro figure was a retool, but this looks to be entirely original. Mm. Parts are added. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it looks yeah. like those blue parts might be the same, actually. Yeah. Maybe that's why they're blue, because they've been able to reuse them. How about a Teletran 1? How about a Teletran 1? It looks like Teletran mm. 1. <laughs> it's I don't like that color. The gold or the blue? The gold, the, the, the poo. Not the, not the gold, the poo. <laughs> Fair enough. It looks like the cartoon to me. It, um, it does have a bit more of a brown tinge, but it's definitely Teletran 1. <laughs> Is that another Jetfire, Skyfire? Uh, which, the, I, don't I don't know which yeah. one are you talking about. Yeah, the one so just after Teletran 1. Yeah, now we're lost because we've yeah, done this. <laughs> It's it's from X Two Toys, the same company. Two, two across, I believe that is correct. It is Sky Crusher. Uh, like sort which of. They've decided to make a Headmaster for some reason. Yeah, uh, look, why, why not? If you if you're gonna do it, you may as well make you may as well make them a Headmaster, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. and the alt mode just looks like a whole bunch of nothing cobbled together. It, yeah, like the, the yeah. robot mode looks like pretty good jet fire, but the alt mode is just a mess. Yeah. Let's, let's go to some of the let's go to some of the larger companies here because we are gonna just we could just spend all night doing this. So DX9 showed off uh, showed off Rich often, um, who uh, again is on my desk in front of me. They've got their version of the Mega Supreme Gabriel. Now this figure is uh, this figure is, seems to be due to due for release sometime soon, but they are tweaking it still and uh, making some changes to the figure to, to add a bit more support in the feet. No, I'm not. What I'm loving about I'm Gabriel is that he looks at least comparable, if not better, than the fans' toys version. But you think so? It's about half half a price. I, I, think, I see I think, a complete I, difference. Yeah, I think I think he looks way simpler than the fans. And toys cheaper. Version. He looks yeah. a lot cheaper, and lesser. Yeah. It might, that's so, me anyway. So there's a few figures coming out from DX9. So we got uh, we got the D13 Montana. I believe this is one of the Stunticons. A Lambo for Lambo doors. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Look, he's actually got. 
He's actually got, uh, uh, what do they call them? Scissors, scissor doors, right? Yeah. It looks like um, if you look at the comparison image in top right there of mm -hmm. him next to other masterpieces. That it looks about, really... about the same size as a Seeker or um, Shockwave, a little bit smaller. Yeah, so I guess they've had to fudge for robot mode scale in order to give him a bigger combined mode. Maybe. Is this yeah. going to stand next to, say, the Gravity Bot, the Gravity Builder, Devastator, and um, Bruticus, or are they going to go for their own scale? Though? That's a... um, I think it's just generic masterpiece scale, really. Um, well, the bots are too big. Yeah, the full combined mode is supposed to be half a meter tall. <laughs> it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> also like one of four, I think, uh, Stunticon sets coming out. We have to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there are a bunch. Everyone, everyone's doing the Stunticons now that they've done Devastator and Superior. Uh, so DX9 has also got their own little uh, Dinobots coming out. Those are These guys are War and Pocket Dinobots. They look pretty good. They are pretty small, but uh, DX9's small scale is pretty well regarded at the moment. Um I think I see these guys coming out at the moment for like forty to fifty bucks a pop. Is that is that right, or is that yeah, they're a bit pricier than the rest of DX9's uh, War and Pocket stuff, which is a they, shame. They de they definitely do look pretty good. Uh, let's have a look. I'm going to see if I can find Make Toys. Oh my god, War Within stuff. Yeah, doesn't look to be very much new. We should have a look at Fans Toys. Fans Toys is showing oh. off. Their Springer um, Apache, I believe he's called. Like detail, uh, <laughs> like that detail-wise, that that trumps Allen and big oh, of play course, Springer. Of, yeah. of course, of course it does. But he's going to be like you know one hundred and fifty or two hundred bucks. I'm sure. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so Coos uh, this, this is Coos, <laughs> their version of Cup. I'm, I'm still waiting for someone at um, I'm still waiting for someone at Fans to just go. Oh, we should probably rename that. But yeah. Uh, now, you're saying this is Terminus Giganticus. Um, yep, and yep, that's oh, that's surprisingly surprisingly little from Fans Toys there. Go back up to that Primal. We haven't talked about it yet. I don't know if anyone's got anything to add to it. <clears throat> the Generation Toy 1. I, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know why we need to do third-party stuff that's not... Okay, obviously, okay. It, well, it, it's an odd choice they've done with this because they've just decided to, to make an Optimus Primal, but really technological looking. Well, they're going so, for the Beast Metal, the Trans Metal Two version, where it's just all robot, no animal parts. But yeah. And then if you look at the slide after this, it looks like they've decided to make sort of just yeah. beast formers of other G One characters. Yeah. So they've got what looks to be a. A uh, unicorn or a sideswipe and a panther type thing, Rodimus. Is this the one yeah. you mean? I don't know. Yeah. I hope this bankrupts him. <laughs> I really wow. do. This is pretty harsh. Yeah. I mean, it's there. unique, but I just don't oh. see there being a market for that at all. I want to look at Make Toys. Let's have a look at some. Let's have a look at Make Toys and see what Make Toys has for us. They've got a repaint of their. They've got a repaint of their Jazz. Uh, they're still finalizing this day, but uh, Ricochet or Bounce Back, as he's known, he he looks pretty hot. That is a really nice color scheme. So, um, yeah. they Matchbox Flames. I don't know. Is that what Maybe. that's from? No, okay, All right. probably. Maybe why not? 
Uh, so we are looking at we are looking at some additional headmasters for their remaster line. They say this is developing as well. The two on the left there are already available. So uh, yeah, who are we looking at adding on the right there? Which which of the headmasters are we missing from Make Toys? We've got uh, Highbrow, and which has been shown in grey model form at the convention, and we've so far just got line art of Brainstorm. Cool. That could be nice. That could be a really nice brainstorm. We'll see. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people really excited for the highbrow. And I while I don't quite get where the hype is coming from, I'm so I think it's certainly good that they're doing one. It's a decent looking figure. Yeah, cool. Yeah, he does look good. Uh we are seeing a few other things starting to get starting to get filled in and a little bit teased, so yeah. Makeos loves to loves to show a few few things ahead of time. They've also obviously, you know, had a few issues recently with their. Um, uh, it wasn't cross dimension line; it was their. Um, their sort know, of masterpiece styled yeah, Cybertron style. Galaxy Galaxy Meteor. So uh, when they did bring when they brought that project back, they did say to watch out for the third party panel for new product reveals. So yeah, here we are. So there's. Uh, silverback and of course you know what if you're going to get galaxy meteor if you're going to get a galaxy force starscream you're going to get a thundercracker and skywarp as well this still looks like an amazing figure and you know what i didn't pre-order galaxy meteor because i assumed i could pick him up when he came out but uh, i have pre-ordered the new release of it and very likely going to get these guys to go with him as well saved yourself 100 bucks while you're doing it or 80 bucks <laughs> well, I saved someone, but yeah, probably, I guess myself. Yeah, that looks like a Galaxy Force Prime to me. Yeah, mm. which seems to have the combining gimmick as well, which would be quite cool. Yeah, yeah, it does too. I, I got to say, I don't. I, I think with with the combining uh, combining bots that really sort of they add extra stuff onto the legs and stuff. I don't, I don't really go for those, but I'd much rather display this figure that way with the um the. the uh, so this is Galaxy Manus. So Manus is their uh, sort of cross-dimension name for Optimus Prime. So, yeah, it's an interesting thing because, like, we're looking at masterpiece scaled combiners, where he got sort of a masterpiece figure instead of being a combiner into what we all know and love. It's sort of adding parts and just like upgrades, power upgrades to masterpiece figures. I mean, it's, it's not exactly a new thing. Like, we do have stuff like Star Saber, and then there's also third-party companies like Fans Hobby doing their Overlord and uh, their God Jinrai. So. Yeah, but Takara haven't added to Star Saber. It's just there. <laughs> I mean, there is a little figure Let's inside of Star Saber. <laughs> Let's move on. Make Toys has got Lord Despotron coming up. That looks like a, uh, a Galaxy Force Megatron. So they've really, they, they said when they brought Galaxy Meteor back that they were really big fans of uh, Galaxy Force and looking to <laughs> looking to do more with those. And they're, they're definitely not they disappointed sure did. in that front. Yeah, yeah. The whole sure did. sort of makes the thing of them cancelling Galaxy Meteor seem a bit questionable when a week after they've cancelled it, they go to a convention show two factory quality prototypes of repaints of Galaxy Meteor, as well as well, designs. I, I, I think you find those were actually renders, but yeah. No, they, they had samples on the show floor, which were... They were, selling, and, they, were selling, they were selling bots on the show floor. I believe they were yeah, actually well, selling they, their G1 Starscream Masterpiece figure. Okay. 
Uh, that's Howling yeah. Meteor. Uh, no, but, I mean, they, they all, have, all, the, all the names are very prototypes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. I know they have prototypes, and, but I'm just saying, like in terms of the stuff that they were selling, I thought they were selling Galaxy Meteor as well. But when I did a double take, it was Howling. So uh, we do, of course, have Thunder Manus, which is their sort of uh, Prime plus God Bomber uh, combination in the Cross Dimension series. Again, Cross Dimension really has not disappointed. So I'm sure this will look. I'm sure this will be gorgeous, but I'm just not sure that this is for me. Yeah, no, I put this up for sale in the group and it's not really a uh, sought-after figure. Yeah. Uh, Buster Skywing, this uh, is a cross-dimensions jet fire. This guy does look pretty good. Um, this jet yeah. mode might leave a little bit to be desired. We'll see. It might look a little bit better when it's uh, complete. And cross-dimension Galvatron. <laughs> now, this looks <laughs> awesome. Overcompensating for something. <laughs> Well, he's wow. got he's got he's got pretty big hip skirts, but you know, you know. Oh, they look very the last night to me. Can we go to the next photo, please, and not look at them anymore? Uh, uh sure. So next up, uh, <laughs> Mastermind Creations. Uh, look, that's white. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a big gun. So I guess what we're looking at here is Mastermind Creations' take on Wing from the IDW Drift Mini series. We've already seen a few inches of this so far, um, and now it's sort of our final product images as it starts to trickle out. And then it look, looks like it's going to be repainted as well. Um, for the time being, this is looking really solid. I can't actually talk about <laughs> what, what comes other next? stuff there is. Because Jason, I need Jason so to what, scroll through. Is this, is this from a comic? A comic? Yeah, it's from the IDW Drift series. So... We just covered it. Move on. <laughs> uh, we've, we've got, so uh, I believe this guy is due out uh, possibly later in later this month in October. Not sure. Um, small point with these guys. If you if you appreciate MMC's figures, you may as well order them from Planet Steel Express because they'll ship them to you immediately upon release for free. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and so, they'll usually come yeah. with uh, exclusive a little, a little bit of extra. Yeah. That's great for international, yeah. This guy looks awesome. Uh, it looks like they've actually given him sort of metallic blades and a uh, and a, um, a, a proper, some proper holsters to store them in. So yeah, he's definitely on definitely on my shopping list. And of course, they can do a repaint of him into Deadlock as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that! There's a red crest head for the first drop. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> And so there's there's his there's his his repainter is a re, reformat uh, at at a beta, so they're, so they're at a alpha for drift at a beta for um, deadlock, so yeah, very cool looking figures. I will probably order both of them because they both are they both are pretty cool. So yeah, and uh, MMC has really been doing a tour de force this year. Um, I've been very happy with the figures that I've gotten. I haven't gotten all of them. But um, I feel like I've picked and chosen quite well. So, yeah. I feel like I'm MMC sure. and Make Toys are two that are definitely up there for being like the best company on the market right now. Agree. Now, um, Brad, you mentioned earlier that uh, we were talking about this guy last week, the uh, the Calidus uh, or the, the Dark Shadow Calidus, I think he was, or Shadow Calidus. He's now appears to be given the name Calidus SG, obviously a reference to Shattered Glass. And these are probably the clearest pictures that we've had of him yet. So um, 
This guy, I think, is going up for pre-order at Planet Steel Express on Sunday if you are listening to the live show. If you're not listening to the live show, well, you probably should have been, right? And uh, <laughs> and uh, you, you might still find he's available, but I'm, I'm expecting that this is going to be a very popular, very popular version of the mold, and I'll probably buy one as well because I'm a sucker. I love how someone went to the uh, Hasbro School of Transforming Their Robots, but... Uh, there are some differences between this and the Hasbro one that now I see this again. So there are differences differences between this and the Hasbro one in that they're made by different companies. I know, but I'm just saying I thought it was design cues, but anyway. So as a uh, convention exclusive uh, redeco of Tarn with an Autobot. <laughs> an Autobot. Can you just page. go back? Can you go back one photo from it? Sorry. We we're about we're about to go into a story about Star Wars crossovers. Why couldn't this be the Batmobile? The DC crossover. Because they don't have a Batman license. It, it, it totally could be the Batmobile. Okay. Uh, All right. Go on. Um, I don't think MMC is going to get that license, though. Um, no. They haven't. They, oh, they, they haven't gotten any other licenses, but because yeah. they've got the Hasbro license. Yeah. yeah. Right, you know, DC hands out the Batman toy license to every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Yeah. Yeah. So this is uh, this is the asterisk mode of culture. So I think MMC seems to be using asterisk modes for convention exclusives now. Um, uh, it is nice of them to place an asterisk and the word asterisk there. It just means that we say <laughs> asterisk, asterisk, and asterisk a lot more as we are going through the news. So uh, this guy has an Autobot faceplate. He's kind of from an alternate universe where Tarn, Tarn was the bad guy who became a good guy. I, I don't really know. I, I don't... Glitch homage, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't really feel the need to. I don't really feel the need to obtain this version of the mold, but it does actually look quite nice. Um, yeah, I've seen some photos of the, the orange, and that looks quite good on it. That's it, right? The color, the color, the color scheme is actually right there. Uh, like we're looking at it now, there. The color scheme is really, really quite hot, and I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna regret. I feel like I might regret not buying it, but. I just, I can only put so many bots on the shelves, right? You'll be right, Jason. Don't I do think it. The, the thing is, it's just such a unique and clever idea that, you know, regardless of how good it might actually be, a lot of people have ended up buying it. Yeah, that's right. So, um, asterisk, 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 is that the same as um, pin number or ATM machine? <laughs> yes. Yes, I, believe, I believe it. I believe it is a slight exercise in redundancy. Um, we have also seen the. Uh, we've also seen MMC's Grimlock um, was also shown off. Now uh, there's a Warpath coming out as well, and he doesn't look like he's a huge bot. Now, I believe uh, someone from MMC said that this this guy is actually one of their new designers. It's his first. It's his first bot. So be nice. Um, Robot mode, I don't mind it. I don't mind that robot mode. Yeah. I yeah, don't know why they have to show a photo from behind, but that yeah, H-Tank look, mode looks sort of... Eh. If you're asking me to be nice, I'll say it could look worse. Yeah, it could definitely look worse. I think the, I think the rear shot is there so you can actually see how all the parts fold up on him as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's definitely not Legends figure. It's got to be a little bit bigger because it hasn't got the bald jointed elbows or shoulders, mm -hmm. but... Um, yeah, I'll be right. interested to see that. He, he does look like he's not as big as some of the others, and um, it can't be as bad a transformation as War Dog. So, if it's a simpler transformation than War Dog, I'd nearly be happy to look at it. Um, true. Yeah. Fair enough. 
All right, shall we? Shall we move on? Um, we alluded. We alluded to this earlier. There is there is a new Star Wars Transformers line that's coming out of Takara. It is uh, Star Wars powered by Transformers. Now, I'm very Hello, shoulder fans. <laughs> They're sort of like a shoulder cape, aren't they? I'm very yeah. confused by this because I thought this was actually just um, unused molds that Takara had not actually released that they were starting to release, but apparently this is a new figure. Well, those that had the original said this is straight up exactly the same as the original Darth Vader we got. I don't have that one, but um, as we'll see, there's photos in the next post as well of... Uh, well, no, this is it. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, this is a new Darth Vader TIE fighter that turns into Darth Vader. And comes with a bunch of little figures, apparently. So yeah. They look more like the Stig than Stormtroopers, but... <laughs> that's, uh, that's quite true. <laughs> um, it's just... I, I know I've seen a lot of lot of comments in the group, and that's... And, of course, we're a small, very small percentage, but more so have... Transformers characters go into Star Wars vehicles, but uh, no, we've got to have the Star Wars characters as the robots, unfortunately. So it just makes me wonder who's going to come after him if we're going to get a Luke, Obi-Wan, of course, like the originals. Uh, I, can... I doubt now that they've got it going again. You know, given the massive popularity of Star Wars right now, they're probably oh, no. going to hit all the major bases. Yeah. What do you think, yeah, Ray? Probably... Is, is, is it going to be Ray and Chewie as the two-pack for the Falcon instead of Han and Chewie? No, it'll be, no, it'll be Chewie it'll be and the Borg. Oh, <laughs> beat me to it. Borg. That's Star be, uh, Trek. I know that. That's Star Trek. What? The Borg Star Trek. I said Porg. With a P. Oh, that stupid Groot thing. Yeah, right. right, right, right. Anyway, cheers. I, I have literally got no idea what you're talking about, and I don't know if you do. He is Groot. The only thing is that is that that thing's there for is because he is Groot. So, so anyway, Star Wars stuff. Yay. Cool. Pog. Never seen before in the franchise. It's only yes. this because Groot was popular. Apparently, apparently you they say actually... that, but Ewoks are a thing. Yeah, Why yeah. Why am I whispering? I don't know. It's like you're know. afraid that the Star Wars police are going to find you. This is a podcast. People is, love to hear us. The thing is that they already know where you live. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, anyway, I, I must say, in terms of Star Wars asides, I utterly laughed my ass off when the Porg came on screen in the, the, the new um, Last Jedi trailer. I cannot wait to see them, and they are super cute. And anyone who says otherwise, I'll probably kill. So is Jar Jar Binks. Uh, I love that TIE fight. Jar Jar Binks so is not cute. <laughs> I... Um, I collected the original stuff for the Star Wars vehicles and not so much for the characters, but I like to look at that TIE fighter and I'd love to have it on my shelf. So, that, so, so this 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 photo of it looks way better than these ones. Yeah. Yep. So we'll see we'll see what ends up on shelf, but um, because there's nothing this scale. You've either got the little diecast ones or you've got the big, 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 big ones that take up a lot of room there's no in between and these were perfect in between stuff so mm. unless you went lego wise but mm. so there's a couple there's a couple more stories that we want to get to um we have seen over the last few weeks uh there is a twitter account that is that has been tweeting out some early concept art from generation one note from production don't go and check that twitter account out after 
last time? I believe it. Yeah, I believe we. I believe we figured out very quickly not to do that last time. <laughs> so yeah, um, looking at G. That's G1 a great looking plane. Octane, which it, I suppose it, is supposed to be a good looking plane. It doesn't actually transform. Indeed. So there's a few things. There's a few things here that we've never seen before. That um, vehicle carrier there. That looks. That looks pretty mm. interesting. Only really return to in Dark at a Moon with their little vehicle launches, but nowhere yeah. near as good as this. That's right. Now, what are these? What are these guys we're looking at at the end? Because um, I actually wonder if these are the it's decoys. Grimlock. Yeah, Grimlock. Are, they, are these? Are these decoys? Uh, yes, we know the figures that we're looking at, but like, are they, are they the decoy designs we're looking at? Because I don't know. The Starscream has detachable guns, though, so maybe not. Mm. Let's just scrub it up for a quick look at Got some real little figures, and that bumblebee looks pretty close to one of them. It's just like cool. a little foam, a foamy rubber figure that does that. Perhaps, perhaps the decoys. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, uh, even, uh, stuff. Like, like all the other G1 concepts we've seen, it's just hindering stuff. Like, even that Octane looks. Maybe not in robot mode, but in in both his alt modes looks fantastic, and obviously just draw. Let's let's draw it and not worry about how it has to transform afterwards so much. <laughs> and that plane's like got no probably, This is just in the concept art stage, and they decided that they're going to put the Pan Am logo on it. It's like, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll probably <laughs> figure out a uh, product placement thing. Yeah, yep, because that's going to exist in. Cool. Mm. All right. Uh, we know Pan Am does exist in 2049 if you've seen the new Blade yeah. Runner movie. <laughs> That's what I was alluding to. <laughs> and Atari, so. Final bit of news. Um, Peter Cullen has been confirmed as lending his voice to a role, probably Optimus Prime, in the Bumblebee movie. Radio uh, transmission? Possibly. I don't think they... Well, no, no Prime-ish vehicles being seen on set, so... That is also what the uh, news reports say, yes. Oh, okay. I did not read it. All right. <laughs> cool. So uh, we're done with news. So let's move on to acquisitions. Brad, what do you got? Uh, I couldn't find my RD bludgeon, but I didn't meet a friend last weekend at the con. Dalton He's got a fascination with the cat over there for some reason. I don't know why, but uh, he can go over there and try and fight him. Uh, B, I've got this standee, and it's a little bit more coloured than the uh, the posters I got from the last convention, but um, that didn't work properly at all. And that this is the base. Oh, the base of the standee, which is nice... Uh, Night ship coming out of the water. Max, what do you got? No. Um, yeah, I picked up a nice couple third-party figures over um, last couple of weeks. So, start as, um, after a many months-long delay, MMC Tyrantron finally came in. And Tyrantron. he is just something he's else. Lovely. Yeah, he's a great figure. Like Initially, when I first saw promotional images, I was worried about... Uh, the accuracy of the alt modes because, like, for instance, you, looking at those initial images, 
but neither of them actually looked like he does in the comics, you know, because he appeared as a tank like once. Um, but even then, you know, he turns into a long shaped drill which works, and the jet mode turns out surprisingly well. And then the robot mode in and of itself is just amazing. Like they hit it out of a park in every respect. You get a great value for money because there's so many accessories uh, um, to create the minor look or the Autobot look. Um, the poseability and the build quality is all there. It's fantastic. You know, a couple of the alt mode really don't take that much away from this guy. Does it come with a sticker sheet? Uh, no, I just threw a uh, Autobot sticker on the chest. No, there was, was there one in the Bicell trade group that had the caution tape across his chest? Oh, that's seen, all, though? like, you, he basically comes with soppable pieces, so you can oh, okay. pop off parts on the shoulders and pop off the chest, like, we just pull that off, and then ah. you can swap in other bits so it looks like yep. he was when he was a miner and a gladiator. And then uh, okay. if you've got, yep. he also comes with a whole bunch of different varieties of weapons. And then if you get a Planet Steel Express version, then you also get a different colored minor head and different colored uh, mace and swords. So, yeah. This is a. And I see any die cast in him? Uh, no, but because he's MC, I don't really mind. Like, it's just a really, really solid was... figure. Um, yeah, I was going to go for weight. How heavy is he? No. Yeah. Oh, he's he's a pretty chunky guy. Like the plastic doesn't feel hollow or anything, and the build quality I find is really subtle. Like he doesn't have that many ratchet joints. It's basically just one in his arm and some very soft ones in the hips. But everything else, it's sort of like this, um, just really smooth and tight. So you move the arm outwards, then it's really easy to do. But when you stop it, it almost feels like it locks in place. Yeah. It's this really unique sensation of moving the joints. And it's really fun to mess with this figure. Because it's so easy to get him into a pose. But he holds it really well. It's, yeah, it's a really well-built figure. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing I picked up, uh, thanks to Brad, was... Um, oh, there is. Finally, Make Toys Thunder Erebus, which is, in my opinion, everything a Transformer should be. Uh, I've basically got two issues with it. Um, the panels that holds the head down doesn't tab in as well as it could, and Very he's fun. got a butt Very flap fun. for no reason. <laughs> Other than that, this that, is literally perfect. Like, that doesn't fold up or anything under its back? Um no, and the weird thing is, it doesn't factor into a transformation hardly at all. Like, it folds out like that, and then it ends yeah. up on the bottom of a vehicle mode to slot, to sort of add another locking point. So okay. they could easily have put those locking tabs in somewhere else and cleaned up the back of a figure a bit, which is kind of disappointing. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure why they included it. But like, outside mm. of those two pretty minor issues, this guy's perfect, like, the little, um, the little Nemesis Prime figure that forms in his chest is incredibly poseable. Like he's got everything from uh, you know double jointed knees to ankle tilts, which function a lot like Marvel Legends ones, where it's sort of a angled pin shot forward and then it uh, sort of twists on an angle. But because of the stability of a figure, it can hold any pose with that. 
and it still works out quite nicely. Um, he transforms beautifully, like everything locks together really solid. Um, you look at their arms, and like, I love this. If I move a joint like that, it the guns sort of clear all the way around the chest. It's little ingenious things like that, which I really love. And I, the big I, thing I, on I feel like that's kind of a kind of make toys staple. Like they do pay a lot of attention to detail and things like that in their figures. Yeah. But then they also end up with the um the exhaust pipe on downbeat. Yeah. And then it's I think the big draw of this guy is the articulation. Because it's got, you know, all your standard stuff on the shoulders and what have you. But it's got massive ratcheting ankle tilts and this fantastic ab crunch which bends forward um <laughs> more than just about any other I've seen. Like this guy is for a transformer is about as poseable as your average SH figure arts release. It's really fantastic. Like, this has shown me that Mate Toys is absolutely, it's probably the company in the third party market um, right now, most looking to push boundaries and really explore what they can do with um, the genre. The fact that yeah, they're actually really going into, I think the fact that they're going into Galaxy Force so hard actually is, does really back that up. I mean, there's a, like, like, like we said when we were looking at the third party figures, like there's a lot of love for the Galaxy Force style figures out there, although it may not necessarily translate to sales for them, I feel. Mm. Yeah. And um, I guess the thing with Make Toys is they seem to just do whatever they want. They're like, oh, you know what? We'll make our IDW figures, we'll make Galaxy Force figures, we'll do our completely own unique take on characters. And so you'd think that it'll be really risky given that most of the third party market now is just um for as just sort of masterpiece style. But everyone seems to be supporting Make Toys and they want to see this more creative stuff come out and it's working really well for them. Agreed. Look, look I, I think I think collectively we've we've been banging the drum for Make Toys on the podcast for quite a while. So um, yeah, uh, more power to them. And yeah, I, I really hope that the recent issues over over the over Galaxy Meteor don't um, you know don't come back and bite them. Um, I have a couple of acquisitions that I'm going to blow through quickly, and then we're going to be done. Um, I seem, to, I seem to have broken my promise not to go back to bad cube figures um, <laughs> because I seem to have acquired some bad cube figures. And Oh, look at that. That's, um... I was going to say, have you transformed them yet? No, I literally just pulled them out of the box while you guys were talking. So, um, no, I've not, done, I've not done a thing. So um, I've got bad, got... Bad, cube, uh, bad cube Huff and... Uh, Huff and Piper, so we've got Huffer and Pipes here. Uh, they both ship. They both ship in truck mode. Obviously, these guys similar to similar to um, uh, what are they called? Brawny and Backland. You know, these guys are obviously designed to sort of be manufactured together. They're slight repaints of each other, so they'll share a transformation process. But what I find um, what I find a little bit interesting about them is the. Uh, uh, so, yeah, but if you have a look, it's the way this the way this shipped, um, that shipped in that position. So you sort of got to sort of push that up and there. So now you've sort of got 
now you sort of got half as um truck mode looking complete there so yeah may, maybe just a few uh maybe it's just a few packaging issues weirdly the boxes for them are different sizes despite the um despite <laughs> the, the similar similar well, truck mode and I, and I think it's actually piper's box is smaller despite the fact that um he technically reaches a little bit larger so yeah. Must come to, must come down to the accessories, but uh, I need to need to give them a little bit more time in in the sun. Uh, now, Brad, I can confirm having gotten ricked off and out. Uh, he does indeed have a heart in his chest. Look at that panel. You've got that panel open, so you got to you got to yeah. Of course, it's not of course, just exposed. Yep. Of course. What do you think? He's got a heart etched on his chest? Of course not. Oh no! I thought he had a chest yeah. panel with yeah, with a heart on it. That's what. No, I didn't that, see it on no. The that was very. It was very obviously that the door was open, uh, and that is the oh, uh, that is the figure that comes with him. So uh, the girl who loves Power Glide is packed into the box. I can't see on this resolution. Does she have eyes? Uh, very unlikely. She's uh yeah you know she sort of. She sort well, of she's dumb. got more more face she's detail got, than the Takara stuff anyway. <laughs> she's got she's got she's got lumps where her eyes should be. <laughs> uh, Lovely lady of lumps. Check them out. Uh, I, that, I did not go there, but you did. Um, <laughs> I was quoting a song. And, uh, and he's got a little alien attachment <laughs> to the face as well. Uh, I assume you have to basically pull his face off to do that so uh instead of turning into optimus prime i'm gonna leave that alone now um so gotta say um this is this is not this is not sitting particularly well with me but um yeah there's no way he's gonna stand up on these feet properly um they do know. look pretty weird oh. is that mistransformed this is how it came out of the box oh. so probably did <laughs> um, a tab in yeah, they so so they so it does tab in on the on the bottom, but um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's right. They, they do sort of. So yeah, he's basically he's got wings for feet, and it does tab in if you sort of turn it around, and then you sort of got to you got to push that part down to sort of form a bit of a heel. Let's see how we go. Oh yeah, okay. He's standing now. That's that's fine. So. <laughs> When I when I pulled him out of the box and just sort of like just moved him around, it was, it, when I'd stand out, he just go. <laughs> so yeah, I think more than any other third party figure I've ever seen, that is in desperate need of an Autobot symbol on his chest. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I shall I shall have to dig out those dig out those labels from Brad and apply one forthwith. That's it for uh, that's it for new acquisitions. I'm hoping to get. Um, Hoping to get the uh, MMC Ocular Max cassettes, the uh, Buzzsaw and Laserbeak, in the next week or so. Uh, we'll see how that goes. It is membership renewal time for the club. Uh, we are heading into nearly Christmas season. It is October, uh, so mm, yeah, no, uh, November and December, and then it's the end of the year. That's really quite. We know it. That's really quite scary, actually. Uh, and there is a there is a new donation drive that will be launching on Monday, the sixteenth of October. So by the time you by the time you are listening to this episode, there should be should be some information in the show notes for it. Keep an eye out for it in the in the Facebook group. Yep. 
Does anyone have any other events that they need to announce? I don't think so. For um, a piece. TCCA will be at Supernova Adelaide this year. Um, so that's in just over a month's time. Great. Uh, great. So that's sometime in November, middle middle yep. of the month or so. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So uh, thank you for listening, guys. Uh, Transformers Weekly is produced by Transformers Collectors Club Australia. You can find the TCCA website at transformerscca.com. Find the podcast in iTunes or your podcaster of choice. If you can review us, please give us a review. You know, you've, you've been listening to us for an hour. You know, um, if, you, if you've listened to the end of the podcast, please go over and give us a rating if you are enjoying what we do. You can also find the companion podcast, Transformers Legends, on Facebook and on the TCCA YouTube channel. And its own website is at www.tflpod.podbean.com. So you'll notice we don't really talk about things like Transformers RID and Rescue Bots on the show. So uh, you'll find plenty of discussions there for your little ones. And... Uh, Heading into Christmas, you're probably going to want to find out what's hot for um, toys, those guys that you want to buy. Yeah. Thank you for listening, everyone. And uh, we will we will return next week uh, instead of us taking a break and disappearing without uh, without warning. We will be back and talking to you more about Transformers news and news views and opinions. We will we we promise to transform the news at you. We're going to transform your life. Goodbye, guys. Ooh. Good night.